Hello, and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. Now, I don't usually do an episode on Friday, but I was thinking of doing something different today because I've literally just watched WandaVision. Uh, but before I get into all of that, uh, if you could like and subscribe, that would be wonderful. This is actually also going to go out as a podcast, so you can find that wherever you get your podcasts over at Small Screen Stories. Uh, if you could give us uh, a like and a subscribe, well, a follow there and like and follow, subscribe to the podcast there and a five star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts would be really, really welcome. It really, really does help. Uh, and you can follow Small Screen everywhere at Small Screen Co. over on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, yeah, like and subscribe on YouTube. That would be really, really cool. And on Facebook as well, if you could like the page and share the, the video and stuff like that, that'd be wonderful. Now that I've got all of that out of the way, um, I wanted to say that spoilers, there are going to be spoilers for WandaVision Episode 6 in this uh, in this little video. Uh, it's going to be relatively brief, but I just really, really wanted to talk about WandaVision after having uh, watched the the latest episode because I think this is an incredible show. I think uh, Jacques Schaefer, the showrunner, has done a really fantastic job uh, with this show because it's unlike anything that we've ever seen from a superhero kind of property before. It's uh, it's innovative. It's very, very original. It's really well done. It's really well thought out, really well acted, of course, um, but also just fascinating. It's incredibly fascinating, and it's, it's fascinating for me as a Marvel fan uh, because I've grown up with these movies, and I've grown up with the Marvel comics, and I just love them. I love them to bits. But it's also fascinating for people I've I've discovered that really don't care all that much about Marvel stuff. And I mean, yeah, I know people in my family that really like this show, and uh, and, and my wife does as well. So it's something that that has really kind of um, <laughs> it seems as though Wanda's kind of weaving her magic into everything and everyone uh, in the world at the moment because it really is well she's bewitching and um she's bewitched the entire um the, everyone in, in Westview and it seems as though she's bewitching everyone in the world at the moment with this show everyone's talking about it I'm doing an episode about it a very brief one mind you uh on a day when I don't tend to do this sort of stuff but it it really does I think it's something that we really do need to talk about so what again spoilers there will be spoilers so this episode it's the Halloween episode. It's the one that we did see some um, some little brief glimpses of it or from it uh, in the uh, in the trailers before WandaVision actually started. So we did know this was happening. So of course, um, Wanda's uh, she's in her uh, the traditional Scarlet Witch uh, costume. She actually says that it's a Sokovian uh, Sokovian mind readers costume. And then they they say that Vision's costume is a is a, a Mexican wrestler I believe uh, is, is what they say that is so they're kind of it, I think it's a, a, a really fun nod to the original versions of those characters but in the worlds they're trying to not do that because of course uh, Wanda actually has never been referred to as Scarlet Witch in in the MCU so that's um, that's a little tidbit for you uh, and then it, there's a lot of stuff with Quicksilver in this episode so I'm really fascinated by first why did they bring back Evan Peters um, and what's going on with Quicksilver? So <clears throat> uh, there's there's a, a lot of uh, there's a, a lot of conversation going on between Wanda and Quicksilver. Wanda is kind of she knows that something's not right because she says, "Why is your face different?" Uh, in, in in this episode, so she knows that it's not the right version of of Quicksilver. She knows it's not her version of Pietro. Um, so what does this mean? Does this mean that this is actually 
going to be the fox version of the ca- of, of the character uh, i think it very much could be i i think um I, it's no it's no secret that uh, this is going to be kind of the first unofficial part of a trilogy of a, of a multiverse trilogy so i think that this is going to be the fox version and that's why they brought him back one of the things that was interesting in this episode was uh, during one of the conversations that Wanda and uh, and uh, Pietro were having uh, Pietro that he knows that that something's not right that this is all fabricated he knows that she's made this all up which is i think really interesting because there are only two characters in this whole like that aren't really being controlled by Wanda it seems is that it, like one of them is 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 Vision and the other is Pietro and both of them are, are meant to be dead in the MCU so is is that is that something that that can come back later i think it possibly could because there's a scene uh, like a, a, another brief glimpse in this episode where Wanda looks at um at Pietro and she sees uh, the, that he's been like he sees kind of the corpse version let's call it uh, with the uh, bullet wounds I believe that, uh, that that Pietro in the MCU died of of course Evan Peters's version didn't in, in, the, in the, the Fox movies so that's kind of her either her remembering what happened to her brother or I've heard people say that it could actually be uh, a sign that this is the MCU version of Pietro she has just recast him uh, for what means, I don't know, because honestly, if that's the case, I'd be a bit like, well, if I was Aaron Taylor-Johnson, I'd be a bit annoyed about that because, you know, this is a character that he played. Why not bring him back? Why bring back Evan Peters for Evan Peters to be playing the version, <laughs> you know, the, the version of uh, of Pietro that Aaron Taylor-Johnson played? It doesn't really make sense, which is why I think it really is the Fox version of the character. I, I think... There's also an interesting bit in this episode where uh, Pietro is talking basically about how he got there. And he seems to have a memory of just walking, kind of walking along and then hearing her saying that she needs him and knowing that she needed him. So was she reaching out uh, to him from the multiverse? I think that might be the case. I think she brought him into the MCU from the Fox universe uh, because that was the version of the character that was still alive. That was the only one she could find. Now, there's a lot that goes on with Vision in this episode. He's kind of, to begin with, he's kind of uh, tricking her, I think, by saying that he's going to to, to help the uh, the neighborhood watch. And she quickly finds out that um, actually he's not doing that at all. So she doesn't really know what he's doing, which to me, shows that she, he is not under her control. And, and that was kind of established in the previous episode, but in this episode, it's even more so. He's got agency, um, and uh, he's he's trying to figure out what's going on, and then he goes to the edge of Westview, and when he goes there, he sees that everyone's just standing still. Really creepy moment, by the way. Really well done. Uh, the very edge of the town, it seems as though it's too... It's kind of... That's where Wanda's uh, powers kind of end, and uh, really, like... Sh- the end of the episode to me seems that I think she's going to start losing control because I'll, I'll talk about in that about that in a sec. But that that's like the end of her power. That's where it stops, and she's really focusing all of her power and attention on the main, like the the main square, basically of um, of Westview. The other thing that I thought was interesting about this episode was that there are children in the episode, and that's actually pointed out by by Quicksilver. He says, "Where did you get the children from?" 
what have they been sleeping this whole time you know just, you can tell me I'm your brother kind of thing and again that goes back to that it's really fascinating to see another character come in knowing that this is all this is all wrong and uh and I, I really really like that and then there, there's uh, of course um the mo i mean what is it something that she she kind of consciously did bringing the children after uh, vision said there are no children here where are the children they made a big part uh, thing about that the other thing is that the that vision's kids now are getting their powers so uh, tommy is speed basically so he can he he's got super speed and it seems as though his brother's got almost like charles xavier like powers he's uh, he, i think it's telepathy or maybe telekinesis as well later on but I can't quite remember what what his powers are in the comics but he he can sense that Vision is in trouble and that's when Vision goes to the edge of Westview and goes through the barrier and uh, and then there's that there's that whole scene there with him and swords that was actually leaked a couple days ago actually that scene and he's saying that the people need help and he's desperately reaching out to Sword. There's something going on with the director as well. He's got his own plans going on by the looks of it. He's There's something a bit nefarious about him as well. It, I mean, maybe he's just a bit misguided. Uh, and that's it. He's just someone that's desperately trying to um, to, to, to fix this and to, to kind of stop it uh, by any means necessary. It was also established that he wasn't one of the, the dusted. So he was a present for those five years and there's a really fascinating scene between him and Monica Rambo, where he basically, well, he gets rid of them, all three of them, uh, um, Monica, um, Darcy and uh, the FBI agent, who I'm blanking on his name right now. But, uh, you know, he uses that as an excuse really to just get rid of them because they're constantly questioning him because they're saying what you're doing is wrong. You're not doing this the right way. Monica makes it says, um, if Wanda is really doing this, we need her to be the solution. Um, and uh, that's that's an interesting uh, idea as well. And there's there's more teases actually to Monica Rambo's prob- probable future powers. I'm pretty sure she's going to have powers in this. They're basically talking about her blood work, and it looks like um, her cells have been altered by going in and out of the um, of Westview. Uh, so it looks like she might end up having the powers she has in the comics. Uh, and there's also more teased about her her. Um, relationship with uh with captain marvel she's it was established before that she's not really a fan of captain marvels there's something that's happened there uh, i think it's uh, she's bitter towards captain marvel for not help, trying to help her mother uh which is probably the case because they were meant to be best friends and uh kind of captain marvel just carol danvers just seemed to let her die really and um i think she i think uh, monica probably holds a grudge against uh, captain marvel for that uh, for putting other people in like before her mother which that's probably the case um so the end the end of this episode uh is i think quite fascinating because uh the children tell uh wanda that uh, that their, their father is in trouble that the vision is in trouble and what what does she do well wanda ends up ex- expanding uh the her force field and then you see inc- an incredible scene where like the, the force field uh, goes over all the the tents and stuff and turns them into circus tents and like uh goes over uh, the swords kind of uh what are they trucks and vehicles and turns them into like fun fair rides and f- like uh hot dog vendors and things like that and uh i really really like that scene and then you've got 
before that, you've got um, Monica uh, Monica Rambo and the and the FBI agent in a in a car going away from from the um, fr- from Westview, which I wasn't really sure why they did that. They uh, it seems as though one thing that that is hinted at in this episode is that someone else is coming, that one that a friend of Monica's that seems to know what's going on and might be able to help is coming. She says he's an hour away at one part in the episode. So what does that mean? Who is this person? Well, they're, they're, I, I mean, I'm just theorizing here. I don't think it's Doctor Strange, because if it was Doctor Strange, he'd just come there immediately. Uh, it's someone that I don't think will be powered. Um, people have speculated that it could be Reed Richards coming in, because they're, they're, you know they're, that's a character that has a kind of backstory uh, in this, I think it might be. I think it might be Nick Fury. Um, I think. I think she might tr- be trying to bring in Nick Fury into this. But then again, where is he in the MCU at the moment? Um, I think the last we saw of him was he was in a spaceship. <laughs> uh so maybe not but again i i think I, I think it's someone that's not powered because if it if it were someone that that were like an avenger or someone like that then they wouldn't take that long to get there uh i definitely not doctor strange because doctor strange would again just use a portal and get there pretty quickly it wouldn't take him an hour unless he was i don't know cooking or something <laughs> but uh it, i was thinking it could be bruce banner uh you know that he might take him a bit longer to get there maybe uh who else could it be like that i i really don't know <laughs> that's that's maybe it's just a brand new character that we haven't seen before but whoever this character is i think they might end up being very important it could end up being the the cameo that um that uh, elizabeth elizabeth olsen was talking about the, this luke skywalker s cameo and if it is nick fury I mean, it, Nick Fury's kind of cameoed in everything now, so that's kind of to be expected. But I think it does make a bit, a bit of sense. Maybe she feels that he's the one person that can talk to Wanda and talk her down. Um, uh, he probably could, but she seemed to hint that it was someone that that had knowledge of this sort of of this sort of thing. Um, may probably maybe the the there are people talking about the um, I can't remember what it's called the, the radio waves or the that 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 are used in this that someone has that has specific knowledge of that which is why people are talking about Reed Richards but again would it take Reed Richards that long to get there could it be Charles Xavier I, I'm actually starting to think that more and more that Charles Xavier is going to be coming into this at some point uh, again this is all speculation at the moment and I did say spoilers at the beginning of this so I think that would be fascinating uh, there was of course uh, pa- Sir Patrick. Um, Sir Patrick Stewart, <laughs> sorry, it's early for me. Uh, was saying that he was talking to to uh, to Kevin Feige about possibly coming back, and he said that he didn't really want to because of Logan, and Logan was the perfect ending for him. He might have been lying. Everybody has their price. If you could, it, like, if you brought brought back Patrick Stewart, it would that would be really fat. Like him as uh, Pro- Professor Charles Xavier would be really really cool, and that would be a Luke Skywalker esque cameo. Uh, so th- there are a bunch of people I've seen. I've also seen people claiming that Hugh Jackman might be coming back as Wolverine again. I don't know what what he'd have to do with this and why he, why he would come into it. Really, uh, I, I don't think that's happening. Um, but it would be quite fun. That would definitely be a Luke Skywalker type cameo. I've got to say. But in the story, would it make sense? At the moment, not really. Uh, so what does this all mean? What's happening? Well, I don't think Wanda is behind all of this. I think. Wanda in the episode does say that she can't remember what happened before Westview. She just remembers being alone. 
and basically depressed. So I think someone, I think there's someone else behind all of this. I think there's someone that's con not controlling her per se, but has influenced her and influenced her deliberately for her to open the multiverse. Uh, I think it might be someone like, um, like Baron Mordo possibly, uh, who's already been established in the MCU. And we know that Baron Mordo is going to be involved in Doctor Strange 2. And I think it I think it might be someone like that. Maybe people are talking about Mephisto. Maybe it could be Mephisto, but I don't know if they'd bring him in at the moment. I'd love it if they did, but I'm not sure if they're going to. I think they might bring in a more established, already established MCU villain. And I think Baron Mordo makes sense. Some someone that's behind all of this that's kind of got knowledge of the of, of things like the multiverse and uh and is trying to get Wanda to open it and I think she's already done so uh, the fact that Evan Peters is Quicksilver's in it I think is proof that she has already opened up the MCU to the multiverse and I think all hell is going to break loose and I think it's not really Wanda's fault I think she's being manipulated and influenced and I think Monica Rambeau suspects this I, I think she thinks that something else is going on that it's not as simple as Wanda was upset stole the body of Vision's body and then set up like her idyllic world in um, in Westview. And the the other thing is, why would she be going through like television uh, like eras of of TV sitcoms, American TV sitcoms? This one was very Malcolm in the Middle, which I loved, uh, but it would end up at a certain point, wouldn't it? So to me, that doesn't make sense either. It's a great way to, to create a show. But also, if you're thinking about the show, then there's obviously going to be an end point. She's going to get up to like present day. And then what are you going to do? Are you going to start going into the future? Well, no, not really. So I, I think that in itself, to me, proves that someone's given actually a time limit on this and is kind of saying, you know, you've got like kind of, it's, she's kind of making, or this person's making Wanda kind of go through the motions to a certain point where it all comes to kind of a, a moment where she just rips like open the kind of the, 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 the MCU to the multiverse and then s something is unleashed. I think that, that, I think that might be the end goal here. Is it Agnes? It could well be. But this episode actually had a really great scene that was teased before in, in some of the trailers uh, between Agnes and, uh, and Vision. And she tells Vision that he's dead. You know, there's a whole thing where Vision touches her temple and then she 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 kind of goes back to herself. But is that really happening? Is that Agnes that's like a, just a human character? Or is it Agnes, the you know, the supposedly the witch from the comics um, that is actually kind of manipulating things or knows more than she's letting on? She kind of goes a bit a bit mad where she she's dressed up as a witch and she's in a car near the uh, the edge of uh, Westview why was she going there was she trying to escape uh, again there she seems to there are interesting bits in the show where in the previous episodes where Agnes was like would do you want to do that again almost seeming like she knows what's going on there was another bit with uh, another character I forget the name uh, of the character but in this episode where he asks uh, Wonder if she wants them to do that again, if she wants something changed, is everything okay? So it seems as though there are some characters that's, that know what's going on, that, that understand what's happening, uh, even though they're still under Wonder's spell, uh, supposedly Wonder's spell. So there's a lot of questions, basically. That's what I'm saying. We're at the sixth episode now. We've got supposedly got three more episodes left, but there's there are rumors of a secret tenth episode, which I would love if there was a secret tenth episode. But I loved, loved, loved 
this um, this episode. So I think I I do believe that Wanda is one of the is the strongest character in the MCU. Which again, and uh, that's a question there. I'm, I'm answering your question. I can't say your name. I'm sorry about that. Pulchitude, uh, Pulchirude. I don't know what I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, but yeah, I think she is. I think that's why she was targeted. I think she's definitely the strongest. Uh, now that Vision's gone as well, I think I think she's probably stronger than Vision anyway. But I think she's the strongest character in the MCU, which is why she was targeted. Uh, I believe she's targeted by somebody who knows she has the power to open up the MCU to the multiverse, and that's why they're being. That's why this is happening. And um, I would rank her in the top. I think well. First of all, I think Elizabeth Olsen is brilliant. I think she's really good in this show, and she's been brilliant in the MCU since her since Pulchi Pulchi Tood Pulchi Tree Tood. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would rank her in the top three. Uh, I have a. I, I I think I always. I mean, I started with Tony Stark and Iron Man, so he's my number one. Uh, then I think it's kind of I, I love Thor as well, so probably number my number two, and then her. Uh, but at the moment, she's getting very close to being number one because I, I think this this again, as I said before, this is the most fascinating and original bit of programming or content that's ever been made in the MCU. A lot of it is down to Jack Jack Schrafer, who's the uh, showrunner, but again, a lot of it is also down to uh to the fact that um elizabeth olsen is just such a terrific actor and uh, yes still you should be asleep (laughs) it's it's morning here so i'm fine but you should be asleep uh but thank you very much for watching this stream captain marvel versus wanda oh i'm a uh wanda wanda maximoff all the way i think she's brilliant uh i think there are um I think we need to see more from Captain Marvel uh, until we can really put her in front of of Marvel. I think I think Captain Marvel wouldn't really stand a chance against Wanda, a full-powered Wanda. Uh, and it looks like we're going to get that in the MCU now, now that the uh, the whole Fox deal has come through. So that means that uh, that they can in the MCU they can finally use all of Wanda Maximoff's powers. And actually, Kevin Feige himself did say that Wanda is the most powerful character in the MCU. So I think. This is why Sword is so worried. This is why um, I can't remember the director guy. I can't remember his name. That's why he is so worried about this and trying to put an end to it as soon as he can because they know how powerful she is and they know what she can do. So they're scared of her. The whole world is scared of her. And the fact that you know they're trying to cast like paint her up as this villain because uh, originally she was a villain. So there's that. There's that aspect to it as well. But. Again, I would if I. I mean, I'm going to rank this episode. I don't really like doing that, but I'd, an A plus, let's say. I think it was great. I think the last two episodes have been really, really good. I've actually really enjoyed the way this show has uh, progressed. The first two episodes were very much in the world of the, you know, the TV sitcom world, and it was a bit weird. I'm going to be honest; it was a bit weird watching. I was a bit like, How, "Where's this going to go?" But you knew it was going somewhere. And then episode three kind of ended with that. Uh, that the whole thing with uh, with Monica Rambo, and then you realise that the sword is outside, and it, things start to really open up. And episode four did so as well, and episode five even more so. And then episode five brought in uh, Evan Peters as Quicksilver, and then this episode just ex- kind of expands really on on his character, actually fascinating, fascinatingly, uh, but also 
Vision as well and what's going on with him and Wanda herself. So we get we get to know more. And um, I think the fact that uh, Wanda ex- extended the um, the kind of force field means that I think Vision Vision won't be dead. Uh, also, there have been scenes in the um, in the trailers that haven't come up yet where Vision says we should save Westview. So it seems as though uh, things are ha- things will end up happening, which means actually the people in Westview will be put into da- in danger. And uh, that means that uh, Wonder and Vision might actually have to try and save the people. And maybe they realize what's actually going on, really going on. So they might, I think there's going to be a big final kind of battle sequence in the last couple of episodes. And uh, I think hopefully, if not next episode, maybe episode eight, maybe not seven, but eight, the actual villain will be revealed. Um, I don't think it's going to be Wonder doing this all herself. I really hope, I've heard people saying they hope it is. I don't think I don't want it to be because it just feels to me like she's being manipulated, and I think that would be more interesting. And um, and we know that the multiverse is coming, and we know we know that these things are happening, so it makes more sense, I think, for that to be the case. But with that, I'll say goodbye. Uh, that's been a relatively short little discussion about uh, spoiler discussion about Wonder Wonder Vision episode six. Um, let me know what you thought about it in the comments. Uh, I'd love to get your your thoughts. Uh, let me know what you thought of this episode. Do you think do you like this show? Is this something you're really gravitating towards? The next episode will be with us next Friday, and I personally cannot wait. Uh, yeah, so if you could like and subscribe, that'd be wonderful. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Small Screen Co. You can follow me <coughs> on Twitter at uh, EJ Lord. And uh, if you'd rather listen to this as a podcast, you can. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts at Small Screen Stories. Thank you so much for watching, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers and have a fabulous weekend. Goodbye.